0: Dan McLaughlin and Michelle Smallman with you on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and welcome in our Blues color analyst here on 101 ESPN. Joey Vitale is with us. Our favorite thing on a Friday. Good morning, Joey. How are you?
1: Michelle, doing great. How are you this morning?
0: We're doing awesome. So the Blues get the victory last night, 5-3 to three over the Sharks. Joel Holfer gets his first victory in his NHL debut, which was awesome. We're going to talk about that in a second. But I want to know what Joey Vitale's NHL debut was like.
1: Oh, man, I got to go way back uh, for that one. Um, you know, believe it I guess it's the whole thing started when I was in Wilkes-Barre. I was in the minors. And it was my third year in the minors. We were actually, my wife and I were actually heading to the hospital my first, my first child summer, first of five. She, my wife, was pregnant with her. We were actually going in for a pretty big ultrasound. I want to say it's like maybe a 20 week or something around there. It's like an anatomy scan. So the big ultrasound. So we were kind of nervous and worked up. We're in this small town in northern PA, and uh, we're heading in from the parking lot. I get a call from John Hines, who of course now is the head coach for the Nashville Predators. And I I remember thinking at the time like I wasn't playing that good. I had a good start to the year, but you know, listen, it was the the third year in the minors. You know, we all we all find that, that that valley where you're just like, God, I've been here so long, am I ever going to get a chance? And I kind of hit a lull. I kind of hit a lull in the season for about two to three weeks. And I got to, I saw John Hines. I'll never forget the visual of John Hines popping up my phone. And my wife looked at me like, what do you think? I was like, oh, God, this may not be good. So I stepped away, thinking I was going to get sent down to the East Coast League, which was the lower league in the minors in the HL. And then, of course, in that moment, he said, hey, you're getting called up, uh, your first call, congratulations. And I remember I got goosebumps, and, of course, we, we went in, we did our anatomy scan, everything checked out great with our daughter. I hopped in a van and literally shipped off to, to Pittsburgh. We played the L.A. Kings, um, taking face-off against Anze Kopitar, a guy that I've watched for so long. That was kind of a star-struck moment. Uh, stepping on the ice for the first time in warm was certainly special. And I'll never forget that first shift. I, I go out there, I couldn't even feel my legs. And uh, then, of course, I get back to the bench, and our head coach Dan by at the time said, "Joe, that's one you'll never forget." And just kind of, it kind of hit me. It kind of hit me in that moment, like this was something I, I could always say. You know, you, you have right. You could always say you have. So for Joe Holfer, again, if, if he doesn't play another National Hockey League game ever, he still had that moment, right? And that's that's a really cool and special moment. But I think for this young Joe Holfer kid, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a very long career. We, we saw him last night, six foot five, very athletic, a well likable kid. Uh, very funny, very confident. So I think this is something we're going to see very often. Uh, hope around the National Hockey League.
2: Hey Joey, did you think that uh, when the five-on-three happened in the first, and he was able to weather the storm, that you know, not only did he get confidence, and not to say that he didn't have it, but it just, it just, it had a different feel into the game for the guys in front of him, the team, the the whole aspect of the game, and how it went going forward after that five-on-three.
1: Dan, it's, it's a good point. Uh, Dan, when, when I got my driver's license, uh-huh. I went to the DMV in Richmond Heights. And, right. and back then, there was, there was only a couple DMVs. The ones in Richmond Heights, I tell you what, these people were the most grumpy. They were so grumpy. <laughs> and it's like, I, not, nowadays, I, I go to DMVs to get you new know, titles. And, and they're actually kind of friendly. I go to the pair over there by Rosalita. It's like a yeah. very friendly group of people. You know, not nowadays, like, if you, if you forget something, they're like, you know what? They're kind of like, ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Back in the old days, you know, we all remember you go to DMV. You, you, the DMV...
2: Joey, I was like asking going, about killing off the five-on-three.
1: <laughs> right, right, I'm getting to that. I'm okay. getting to that. I'm getting that. Give, give me a minute. Give me okay. a minute. I'm getting to that. Um, DMV is like going to Home Depot because you got a project. You know, you expect that you've got to take at least four trips. Don't think for a second you're going to go just once, get everything you need, come home, the project's going to be done. DMV is the same way. Don't expect you're going to have all the right paperwork because they're going to send you back home. So don't be disappointed, okay? Not where was it going with that. Oh, yeah. So the DMV. So I went to the DMV, and I get my license. I've turned 16. The day I turned 16, I come out of the DMV. It's late because it was such a long wait, and my dad was there with me. My dad, he gets up at 3 a.m. every morning for work. It's 8 o'clock at night. It's way past his bedtime. Uh, It's getting dark. It's in the winter. We come out of the DMV, and it's pouring down rain, and it's dark. And my dad goes, here you go, bud, and he hands me the keys. And we're in Richmond Heights and I got to hop on highway 44 and it's pouring down rain and it is dark. And I have never, ever done this before. Never. Right. So the reason I bring that up is yeah. because hopping, hopping on the highway. See what I'm going with, this, Dan? See what I'm going with this? Yeah. Hopping on the highway with pitch black, pouring down conditions. It wasn't that great for me. I was very, very nervous, but I think it was the healthiest thing for me because I realized in that moment, if I can do this, I can do pretty much anything else. I can handle the best conditions. And I think last night I thought about that moment. Because Joel Hofer, in his first game, he's playing the Sharks. The team in front of him may not be that good because it's the second game of a back-to-back. They had to travel through the night. So already you're kind of like, ooh, we'll see how this goes. They come to the Shark Tank. Uh, this Sharks team, I don't care who their coach was, Pete DeBoer, uh, Boogner, McClellan, down the line. Whatever coach they've had, they've always had an identity in that building of shooting a ton of pucks. I remember playing that building. There'd be 50, 60 shots on goal, and you still got 10 minutes to go in the game. It's the way the team plays. So Joel Hooper's already processing all this, right? They're very lively boards, active glass, active dashes right behind them. He's trying to process all this. And, and now, by the way, hey, you just started. Congratulations. Go out there and kill off a five on three. I mean, to me, that was a moment for him. If he could weather that storm and he could get through that, I think he really could get through the rest of the game. And he did that. Yeah, he let up that Brenton Burns goal, one nothing, but to keep it within one. And then he got Tyler Bozak. And Brandon Saad coming down, they get the shorthanded goal to make it even, and then whew, you take a sigh of relief, and it's one to one, all the penalty, you know, shenanigans kind of passed, right? And he can just kind of settle into the game. So I think that was a good a good point, Dan, and it was kind of a punch in the nose moment for him, where like, boy, I just weathered a massive storm. Now I can handle this. Five on five doesn't seem so bad moving forward.
0: Joey Vitale, <laughs> blues color, is joining us here on 101. that make sense? That, I think that, made it, sense. Yeah. that makes sense. It was sense incredible. Sense? Okay. It, was, Absolutely, it was a it very, did. very good analogy, and I will always think about that now when I think of Joel Hofer's first game, you driving in the dark on Highway 44, Joey.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you I figured out. I, figured, I, figured, uh, I know we don't have a ton of time, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. I try to try to think of simple analogies. I, I figured you guys could keep up with that one.
0: It was great. I loved it. Well, I got mean,
2: lost a little bit, but now you got me back in. We
0: got it. We got it eventually. <laughs> I'm not as smart as you. Well, speaking of settling in, last night Joey was. Uh, it was kind of the newcomers' game last night. Whether it was Joel Hofer, James Neal, Brandon Saad gets two, Pavel Buchnevitz gets two. It feels like a lot of these new guys have really settled into this Blues team in short order.
1: Yeah, you know, I had a laugh last night when James Neal scored that goal. You know, everyone knows he lost four teeth in practice. He scored the goal. He celebrated. I kept thinking, that what's that Christmas song? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, you know, with Christmas around the corner. I, just, I had a laugh because he's trying to smile, and he hasn't, gotten, hasn't settled into his teeth just yet. But James Neal, uh, you know, talk about a net front presence on the go-ahead goal there for him. He's a player that, you know, just a month ago was still on a tryout for this team. And I think that, you know, he comes up big, a good net front presence, and he gets a big-time goal like that. And you're right, Michelle, Brandon Saad, he comes out. I thought he looked good a couple nights ago in L.A., but it's his first game back since COVID. Trying to get his legs underneath him. Uh, he made a difference in the game. Listen, you need players to make impacts in the game, not just by hitting, not by forechecking, not by eating a minutes, but you need them to produce. I mean, the, the, the short-handed goal from Tyler Bozak was exceptional. And then his second goal, that shot from the outside across the body, barring in, low blocker side. I mean, that, that's an elite goal scorer's motion right there. And that's something you need from a productivity standpoint. Uh, so that's number two of the three of the newcomers that really came up big last night. And the last one, Pavel Buchnevich. You look at the way he came onto the scene. He came on the scenes very, very well with St. Louis. Comes over from the Rangers. He had a great camp. I thought he looked exceptional the first two games. Right before he got suspended, he got that goal in Arizona. He was just absolutely flying. We're like, wow, what an absolute deal for Sammy I mean, this is, this, is, this is crazy, right? And then he gets that head suspension, misses two games. It's taken him a couple games to get kind of back into the rhythm after his suspension. We're kind of waiting. Here to go. Come on, come on, come on. But what an adjustment by Craig Berube to throw him out there with two Russian buddies. You know, I Listen, these Russians, are, they're, they're, they, they like each other. I don't know. What, it's something about them. I mean, you go back to the Detroit days. I mean, Dan Michelle, you remember the days with Detroit with, you know, um, Federov and Kozlov and Konstantinov I mean, all these Russians. I remember watching the power play. It was literally awed, awed, awed. awed. I, mean, I don't know how these play play guys really kept up with it. But there is something about uh, the makeup, the, the character makeup of the Russians and how they love to play together. Uh, maybe it's communication. Maybe it's just they just feel better be, being alongside their, their, their compadres. Whatever it is. But Buchnevich gets put with Kost and Ivan Barbashev last night um, at the direction of Craig Berube, and he said, "Go out there and get it, guys!" And they get that goal there in that second period. I think they really play well moving forward. I
2: don't know if you've seen it. I think it's the Russian Five. It's a documentary. It's awesome. But that I don't want you to go down that road because Lord knows where you might go. But I am going to tempt fate on this one. Do you still have your teeth, Joey? I mean, what you know? Did you lose teeth playing hockey? What what happened to your teeth?
1: Yeah, you know, thankfully I didn't go down that. Ru- I was thinking about going down that Russian tunnel, but again, we, we're we're short on time. I wish we could take you guys out there. I had more time, but you no. Know, yes, you no. Know, I lost. I lost six of my top teeth. Uh, I lost them in college. Uh-huh. and elbow to the to the mouth by Eric Griba, who was an absolute bull moose in college. I mean, he just he came across the ice and clipped me pretty hard. I remember losing losing all my uh, my top row. I remember spitting on the ice and seeing all my teeth. I tried to pick them up. And I remember thinking, going back to the bench, like, oh, my God, I'm done for the night. This is crazy. I think I had a, I probably had my 14th concussion. But I got back to the bench and I had a Coach Greg Cronin, who was a tough guy. He's a minors coach right now in Colorado. He's a tough guy. And he goes, give me those teeth. And he kind of threw them. He threw them on the ground. I'm like, what are my teeth? And he goes, get back out there and play. I remember having the nerves exposed. And listen, you're skating hard. And the chill in the air is like gripping those nerves. And, oh, my God, I was the most miserable miserable feeling in my life and then of course that, that night in the ER you have to go and they got to pry out the ones that need to be pulled uh the novocaine did absolutely nothing for me uh, but one thing was certain I got married four years later and my wife said no more of this flipper nonsense we're getting your teeth fixed so that was the summer of a lot of surgeries trying to get my teeth fixed and every now and then I'll pop them in and out for Halloween for the kids but aside from that that's gorgeous um, no not too bad not too bad
2: okay
0: Great stuff as always from Joey Vitale on a Friday here on 101 ESPN. Joey, thanks for the time, and uh, we'll hear you this Sunday, Blues versus Ducks, with pregame starting at 6 p.m. right here on 101 ESPN. Thanks, Joey.
1: Yeah, I tell you, the coolest thing about my teeth, 2 you know, I uh, every now and then I will put a bunch of water in my mouth, and I kind of do this thing where I, I I pump my arm like it's a well, and I can <laughs> squirt it through my two front teeth. The kids get a big kick out of it. I tell you, the kids they get they get they get a, they get a big kick out of it. I well, bet we, they love
0: it. We need a video of this, Joey. Kids love it. Kids (laughs) love it. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks, Joey.
3: Thank you, Joey. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from LecVio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with LecVio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription LecVio and glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects are injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at LecVio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about LECVIO. That's L-E-Q-B-I-O. Lower. Longer. LecVio. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com/slash online privacy protection.